Cedar Rapids Colonels, let the good times roll. Welcome to All Ears, the official podcast of the Cedar Rapids Colonels, presented by Miracle Ear. I'm your host and voice of the Colonels, Calvin Cristoforo. On the podcast, you'll hear from past and present Cedar Rapids baseball influencers, including players, managers, executives, insiders, and more. Another episode of the Colonel's Off-Season Podcast Edition brought to you by our friends over at Miracle Ear. Here with Colonel's outfielder Kalei Rosario, Midwest League MVP this season, Midwest League champion, home run leader, RBI leader, list goes on. What a big season it was for Rosario in 2023. Happy you're with us. Up bright and early coming to us from Hmm. the islands of Hawaii. Great to have you on, Rosie. Thank you for having me. So let's start with the offseason. January calendar flips, getting set now for uh, for 2024. How's the offseason treating you? Offseason's going well. I mean, I'm just happy to be that I got to come home and, you know, see my family and stuff. Um, we've been training every day and stuff. So the grind kind of, it doesn't stop. But I mean, at least like I'm around my friends and my family and stuff. So it's it's good to be home, but, you know, I'm ready to kind of get get back out there, get the season going. What a year it was for you in, in 2023. And, and we'll start kind of, you know, as the year, we'll go in chronological order. Um, you know, it's a tough transition, I would assume, coming from the, you know, you're from Hawaii, you play spring training in Fort Myers, you play last year in Fort Myers, and now you get to play April baseball in Iowa <laughs> and Wisconsin and Illinois. So it took you a month or so to get going, but once you made some adjustments in May, I mean, your season really took off there. Yeah, I mean, flying in for sure in April, was, it was kind of like a blur. Because I mean, I'm really, I really never been to, like, the Midwest before. So, like, when I flew in, I was like, ooh, this is a lot different than, like, Florida or what I'm used to back home. But, yeah, it was a little slower to adjusting to the, the, new, the new area and, um, but I mean, I had good coaches, good teammates, and that kind of what it made it a lot easier for me, you know, to for the transition to the new league. What do you think was the biggest hurdle, you know, coming? Uh, was it the weather? Was it the level? Obviously, that's a jump too from A to high A. What do you think the biggest hurdle was, you know, making that jump in the Midwest League? Um, I think for me, it was kind of like the same thing last year. I started off a little bit slow, but it's like, you know, not trying to get too caught up into it, but but realizing like, hey, like, okay, we need to work on something so that I can get going. And, you know, I did that last year and I, I did that this year. Like, I didn't like, I didn't get too caught up into it. Like, I knew I had a long season ahead of me, but I knew I had to make some little adjustments so that I could find success. And once I did that, then I kind of, I kind of just stayed with it and, you know, I had a good year and we won the whole thing and I had so much fun playing for the Colonels this year. And, you know, the coaches, the team we had, it was it was definitely one of the most fun I've had playing baseball. Well, you got the ball rolling and once it once it got rolling, it was going downhill. You finished the year 21 home runs, 94 RBIs. Both those lead the league through the Midwest League. MVP. Let's go into that. How did you find out you're the MVP of the league and what was your reaction when you found out that news? Um, I think it was like the last week of the season or so. 
Or maybe in playoffs. I knew we were at we were at home though, and we're kind of like in the clubhouse. I'm getting ready to go to the cage, and everyone's reading. They just posted about it. Oh, all stars! They're reading the all stars. It's like Dink Manager of the Year, Tanner Schobel, All Star, and they're just going down the list, and they're like, "Play Rosario MVP," and then they just start going. The culture and the vibe we had in the locker room was pretty unbeatable, and everyone's chanting like everywhere I went. It was like MVP, and you know it was it was funny and cool, but <laughs> yeah, just the the love and support I got from them. I mean, it's what made the team so much better. But it was pretty exciting, like kind of hearing the news because I like not really something I would I would ever think about. I would say like throughout the year. I mean, I was kind of just focused on you know just getting out there, getting better every day and, you know, trying to trying to win every game that I go out, not really focused on, like, the MVP and stuff. But, you know, winning that is, is definitely, like, it's pretty cool. And just having all my teammates there to, you know, share the moment with was, was a cool experience for me. Certainly an awesome moment for sure. And then you mentioned the team winning uh, the championship. It kind of seemed like that was the vibe all year was to win, you know, every night like you just mentioned. How cool was it to finally put the cherry on top and, and win the big one uh, at the end? Uh, it was, it was, it's hard to put words into it. I mean, we played like really good, played Peoria and then we played the Dodgers and I mean, two great teams and both games going to game three, which I mean, you kind of wouldn't want it any other way. It kind of made it a little, put the stakes a little higher. I mean, win or go home kind of thing. And then in the championship when, you know, that second second game when everybody's, you know, under the weather, feeling sick, and, you know, we kind of all came together and, you know, we actually played really well and finished the job. So, but, I mean, kind of – we kind of knew it all year, like, that we are like, the best team. So it's kind of, like, really going out there and kind of just – we all just had fun, did our job, you know, just do what we do. And that was probably the, the best part of it. We didn't have to, you know, stress too much. Like, we knew what we were capable of, and we we really just went out there and played, you know. The coaches made it easier for us, too. Like, they knew we were good. So every meeting we would have, it would be like, hey, like, you guys just go out there and do your thing, and, you know, the rest will take care of it. And you mentioned fun a lot in our first five or so minutes here. When you look back on the season, is there a certain moment or memory that you said, hey, that was the most fun I've had or, or in the year? Or was it kind of just a collection of everything coming together that really made this group good to be with? Um, You know, I had a – there was a couple. I mean, I would say one of them was, I mean, going – me, Ben Ross, and Ortega went back to back to back. It's kind of like those little moments – when you hit one and you see your, your friend go out there and he hits one and then the whole thing out is just going crazy. And then Ortega just goes up there and he hits one. I mean, those are like the moments. And then we had like our walk-offs and stuff where it's, it's so much, you know, it's the middle of the year and, you know, it's the minor leagues and it's kind of tough to like play to win sometimes. But when you have like a team like that, who's you know, it's fun to be around the guys. You know, I think we had at the end of the year, I don't know if my our household, me, Noah Miller, and Ben Ross all had a home run in one game. I don't know if we had one at the end of the year. I know every time it would be like two of us would get it, one guy didn't. But 
I know at the end we we're always so close. I don't know if we got it or not, but kind of like the moments like that, it was, it was just so fun. Cause I mean, we we're really just out there, just, you know, just a bunch of boys just playing the game. And you kind of mentioned this, not really, but you, you kind of were hinting towards it can get hard in the dog days of summer, right? You're playing all, all summer long, August comes around, you're, you're kind of tired, but one thing off the field that was kind of a big theme with a lot of you guys was golfing. And it seemed like there was a ton of big golf rivalries. Was that something you were? Yeah. Oh, I was, I was, I was, I'm like the, I was the mayor of the thing. <laughs> so I was like, I was the tea time guy. So I would, I would coordinate everything. I would say, okay, guys, you guys show up this time. This time I got back to back tea times. We'll play, we'll play like four V we'll play like, okay, winner, loser has to buy dinner or something. But I mean, it was, we had such a good time every, every week would, would try pretty much get out there just cause you know, it's a long season with baseball every day. And it's, that was part of it. Like we had such a good core, like on the off days, we'd go out to dinner or going out to the golf course, you know, it's a good time, but we would have that competition on the golf course is, is unmatched. So were there consistent I mean, teams and rivalries or did you guys, you mix it up or what had that all go down? It was, I mean, it was pretty consistent. It would be, it would be like me, Ben, and and Miller, and it would be like McLeod. We had Ernie Yake when he was with us. He'd be in our group. Um, Mike Paredes would come a couple times, and then we'd do like us versus Andrew Cassetti, Kyle Jones, Debbie, um, Corey Lewis. They had, that was kind of like their group, and then we had our group, and we'd. We would kind of just go at it. A little four v four. It was a good time every time, but but we would pretty much get that. We would get out there every week, have a good time. Hearing is important to living life to the fullest. That's why inside every Miracle Ear store, you'll find better laughs at family barbecues. You'll find a better life is in store at Miracle Ear when you experience the Miracle Ear exclusive advantage. It starts with our free hearing assessment, plus innovative products that will fit your needs and budget. With free service and adjustments for life, call 319-243-7105 to schedule a free hearing evaluation and find a better life in store. Our local Miracle Ear team is proud to support the Cedar Rapids Colonels. Group outings are a great way to unwind and enjoy a night out. And we invite you to reach out to our group sales staff and see all the options we have. Everybody, everybody, everybody knows when you're at the game, the good times roll. Hey, hey, Colonels, let the good times roll. Cedar Rapids Colonels, let the good times roll. So once the season comes to an end, you, uh, you're off to the Arizona Fall League. How'd that come about? Did you know that was coming for a while? Yeah, they, they let me know about maybe a month and a half or almost two months before the season ended. So, yeah, I mean, that was one of my goals this past year to, you know, make it to Fall League. Once I heard the news, I was, I was super excited. Uh, I knew, like, the opportunity was pretty huge to go to the Fall League and you know, you perform in the fall league and that's kind of like the next step into making it to the big league. So 
I was excited to, you know, get the opportunity to kind of show that I could compete with that that caliber of players and stuff. So it was it was pretty cool getting the news that I was going to be able to go there. And what was that experience like? Because you're playing with Twins guys up and down the system who you probably haven't seen since spring training, former Colonel Aaron mm-hmm. Sabato, uh, Jordan Carr, who was with the Colonels for a long time before his promotion. Ben Etheridge, yeah. who spent the year in Fort Myers, was was on the team. How was that, you know, playing with guys up and down the system? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a cool experience. I mean, we got some good players in the system and stuff. And, you know, just having that relationship with them, like with Sabato, I knew Sabato for a couple of years already. So kind of knowing a guy when I get there and then um, me and him kind of just feeding off each other's energy and stuff and, you know, going out there and, you know, competing and stuff. So I would say that's the best thing about pro ball is that everybody is – plays at such a high caliber that you can just, you know, compete against everybody and it makes yourself so much better. But you would definitely had some competitions. You guys finish first tied for first in the league, seven home runs apiece. I mean, how did you, after such a long season, was it tough to, you know, carry that same everyday energy from the end of 38 games? it It was, it was tough for sure. Like keeping the same energy, but I mean, at the same time, it was like a learning experience for me, like saying, okay, like I have to do, I have to do a little, I have to do maybe something a little different so I can, you know, next year when I'm in this, I'm in this like game 150 of the year that my body feels, you know, a little bit better. So, you know, it's, it's, it was a good experience. Now I'm, you know, I'm prepared going into next year, you know, maybe to do a little bit, something different so that I'm ready if I'm playing in September or October because if I want to play in the next level, you know, that's that's how long the years go. So, yeah. Something else about that uh, Fall League team, too, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you were with the Dodgers, too, right? You your guys. Yeah. Uh, how, was that kind of weird? Was I'm sure there was a couple of Great Lakes guys on that team, too. That, hey, yeah. remember when we just beat you in the championship? Now we're teammates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool with all of them, and um, – the the Great Lakes pitching coach is actually our our pitching coach for the fall league. And it was like the first day I got there, I'm like walking. Because I knew one of the guys with the Dodgers. So I'm like walking up to the Dodgers side of the clubhouse. They're on the other side of where I was. So I'm walking over and then I see him. And he's like, we're never throwing you a fastball ever again. And, you know, just talking, shooting it up and – it was he was a great dude and just kind of having that you know like after the game conversations he's like he's like dude i i don't want to face you again and it's just <laughs> funny having those and then there was a couple of great lakes the their pitchers and stuff you know um kind of just talking to them about it and stuff but yeah i mean once when, when you're in the game just the you know the competition is there but it's just fun kind of like after the game that you can kind of Win or lose, you kind of just laugh about it after, because you know when you're when you're out there on the field, you're you're giving it your all. So like, when you're done, it's like oh, you know, you're just out there, you're joking around with your buddies. That's has to be a little bit of an interesting dynamic because I believe it's six organizations on one team uh, in, in the fall league, um, you know, and you only got you know a month or so to come together. How is that, you know, building that team camaraderie with a, a bunch of guys from a bunch of different orgs? Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a little a little weird, but at the same time, it's like 
everybody's around like this the same age and stuff everyone's kind of got a similar similar vibe some guys are a little different but i mean every we're kind of just going out there and playing and then the kind of the vibes kind of just went from there i'd say it's it's definitely tough like the first week or so but i mean it was fun i had a, I had a great experience and you know the guys the guys on my team a bunch of great dudes and i and it's kind of cool like guys from other team or the guys i played with on my team like you know i'm going to see them i might see them in the big leagues next year and be like yeah just you know that guy was on my team last year and you know just that part of the the part of the game is kind of cool Stay connected with the Cedar Rapids Colonels all year long by following the Colonels on social media. Catch up with the Colonels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CRKernel. Talking to Colonel's outfielder, Colette Rosario, here on the Colonel's All Year podcast, presented by our friends at Miracle Ear. This is off-season episode two, trying to get more of these off-season episodes rolling. So happy Rosie can join us, even with the five-hour time difference from the islands hmm. of Hawaii. You know, we just had the new year turn from 2023 to 2024, but 2023, man, crazy year for you. I mean, when you look back on the year, what are some of the moments and memories you're going to remember from this 2023 uh, year season, you know, 365 days? Um, I mean, I would, I would really just say like winning like that, the first half championship. I mean, that was the first half was kind of like the true core of the team of what the team, like we really started with, which was pretty cool to kind of win it with those guys. And you know, we started off really bad and stuff. And then we once, you know, we started we winning in a couple of games. We didn't we really didn't stop from there. And then we won the first half. And once we did that, and then I mean winning it winning it all at the end was kinda of like the icing on top. But I mean kind of having that core in the beginning and like having that team and then, you know, still winning it at the end with a couple of different players and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I would say the whole year is something, you know, I'll look back at and, you know, have so much moments from. And I'm sure next year we'll have a pretty similar team, you know, as we move up and stuff. And, you know, just every year kind of just creating this this core and stuff. I mean, it, the goal is to kind of take it take it to the big leagues one day. And, you know, you know we're winning games at CR. We want to win games in Minnesota one day. So, you know, I feel like everybody everybody has the same goal. And, you know, whether we make it or not, that's that's what we're we're striving for. For you personally, I mean, what areas of growth did you see? I'm sure it was a goal to hit, you know, 20 plus home runs, drive in nearly 100 RBIs, go to the fall league and hit seven more home runs. But what do you think you accomplished, you know, in that year yourself for a personal goal that you had and maybe you accomplished or how did you see yourself grow throughout the year? Um, I mean, for sure, I've. I've felt like I got a lot better at bats as the year went on. You know, it made me a tougher out, which I got on base more with, with walks and stuff. And walks was 
a big thing that I kind of wanted to work on. But I mean, the RBIs and stuff are cool. But I mean, you know, I just I just did my part. It was more so like, I mean, every time I'm up, there's guys on base. So it just it's, it, it really just showed you how good we were. Because I mean, one through nine, like guys are getting on base. And you know, I was you know, I was doing my job when I got up there. But you know, I give most of the credit to my teammates and stuff. Just you know, them you know driving and getting hits, getting on base, and then everyone's that's you know we're kind of gelled as a team, and that's what made us so good is that everybody did their part. But I mean, yeah, I had a, I had a lot of growths this year, but you know, I still had my struggles and stuff, and I'm excited like to take to take moments from when I struggled and now I have, I have some key, I have some pieces that I can take into next year that, you know, I can still grow and I can get, I can get a lot better than the season that I had this year. So kind of just taking in the season I had this past year, you know, I'm grateful for what I did and, but not trying to be satisfied with it, kind of just going into next year and, you know, trying to take the struggles that I had this past year and, you know, make myself a little bit better. One more thing on last season, I want to ask you a couple questions about, you know, your goals coming up here for 2024. But aside from, you know, the championship clinching game, the first half clinching game, a game that sticks out for me, and I'm sure it probably sticks out for you, was that 23-5 to game in Lansing where you guys hit, you know, all these runs in. You had a grand slam. There was multiple grand slams. That was kind of what you – we're alluding to when it comes through one through nine coming through. What do you remember about that night? And when an offense is clicking like that, how fun is it to be a part of something like that? Huh. I mean, I remember that week. That's actually the every time if I'm struggling or something, I go back to that game, <laughs> which is, I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, we all, I, you know, I played really well that week. And, you know, some sometimes you just got you to go back to, you know, you know, I was, it was simple that week uh, you know I wasn't thinking that much you know I was just kind of going out there and playing but I mean yeah it was it's when you have games like that it just it's it's fun and then I think that was like the first time that a position player has come out in my career and I was honestly really nervous because like I was I wasn't coming up to like I think that was like the ninth batter because I think Ben let off and I think I was three and he was four and I was like, all right, I'm probably not gonna hit, but I was like, I probably will though. You know, I was I was like, you were nervous? I, was it, you, I was you, like, you know, that guy that that gets struck out by the position player? What were you nervous about? I mean, yeah, you don't want to be that guy who's, who, <laughs> I mean, gets out regardless. You don't want to swing and miss. You don't want to, you know, it's like a it's like a lose-lose situation almost. I mean, if you get a hit, it's like, oh, you, you're supposed to get a hit. <laughs> but, I mean, it was it was fun, though, like kind of going up. And Ben had two home runs off him. Ima had a home run. And I got my little capper hit over the second baseman. I was like, oh, I was happy. <laughs> you know, we'll take those. But it was it was definitely fun. Um, just having those type of games and when just everything's kind of clicking and then even for the, for the pitchers, it makes it easier for the pitchers. Cause then they get, just get to go out there, you know, just throw the ball. Like you don't got to worry about nothing. And then obviously it makes it easier for the hitters and stuff, but yeah, that week was, it was an exciting week of baseball and stuff. Um, 
You can correct but me yeah, if I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure you had a, a four home run stretch games in a row, four home runs that week. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was probably one of my better better weeks that I, I look back at and you know just kinda what I go back to like I was kinda go back to that week and stuff and seeing that success is kind of sometimes you just gotta you gotta see it when you're struggling okay you know i got this and then you kind of just go from there absolutely and and now you're looking ahead to 2024 spring training coming up less than two months uh, uh now from when we're recording this episode you know obviously your goal is to make the big leagues right that's that's everyone's goal at this point but you know when you look at this take out what level you're playing aside what are some goals for this upcoming year for you i mean that's, I mean, my goal every year is coming in, like, making sure that I'm prepared. I don't ever want to be, like, getting into a season and play catch-up with my body or something. I don't want to, you know, once I get into the season, I want to make sure that I'm at 100% that I can go out there and perform at my best. So that's, like, a minimum. I always – priority number one is being healthy and being prepared. And, you know, it starts from the off season. you know, getting to work in every day. But, um, I mean – um, I would say my goals is more like just going out there and being consistent, but at the same time, you know, I'm still young and I still want to, I want to get better. So, you know, growing with my defense, growing when I'm at the plate, like, you know, being a little bit more consistent. Um, but I would say I don't really focus on like one thing more of that. I kind of just like go out there, play the game, you know, I'm learning you know, through my struggles. So when I do struggle, I know what I need to work on. Um, and I kind of just go from there. So for me, it's, it'll be more like just focusing on preparation. Cause if I'm prepared, then I know if I'm a hundred percent going on in that game, I'll perform, you know, I'll perform well and I'll, I'll, that's where the consistency will come, but it all starts from my preparation. So I think if I really stay toned with that, the rest will take care of itself. Well, there you have it. Good luck in 2024, Rosie. We'll be watching you uh, from Cedar Rapids, wherever you are. We thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Thank you, bro. That's Colonel's 2023 Midwest League champion, Colette Rose Dario, league MVP, 21 home runs, 94 RBIs with Cedar Rapids in the 2023 season. That wraps up this off-season edition of the Colonel's All-Ear Podcast presented by Miracle-Ear. Hope to get these off-season podcasts rolling and hope to see you at the park in 2023. Choosing Miracle-Ear was a great decision. Like when I decided to host family movie nights. Miracle-Ear made it easy. I just booked an appointment and a certified hearing care professional evaluated my hearing loss and helped me find the right device calibrated to my unique hearing needs. Now I enjoy every moment, the quiet ones and the loud ones. Your local Miracle Ear team is proud to support your Cedar Rapids Colonels. Enjoy the game.